1: Hey
2: everybody, this is Ken Masters and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Wow, it's
1: a gonna be kidding stuff. Bra coming down for ya.
3: Damn it. My dear Kingdom7 today. I'm not enjoying normal pen.
1: I'm the Adam.
3: Hello and welcome to 42 Level 1, this is episode 224, I'm Andy, here as always, uh, Ali will be joining us shortly once his microphone updates and lets him talk to us, Uh, but I am joined by none other than Ross once again, after his one week hiatus he has returned.
0: Hello, yes, back, back again, back again, good to be back, yes, and apologies for missing last week, so yes, there we go, but yes, I'm back again, so, so good.
3: So we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. Um, we've got we've got a big screen, wee screen. We're going to talk about all the movies and TV shows we watched. Uh, we're also going to do level up. We we'll talk about all the video games we played, as well as all the gaming news. Uh, so we'll kick right into it, and because we are a bit later getting started tonight, we've only we've got a bit of a shorter show for you today. So we're going to kick straight into big screen, wee screen. we will talk about all the things we watched. Uh, Ross, do you watch anything of note this week? I did, yeah. Well,
0: last week uh, I watched it, Kong, Skull Island, uh, in the IMAX 3D, and it's actually really good. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. It was uh, just uh, probably one of the best monster films that I've seen in the last couple of years. You know, it's just a billion times better than the new Godzilla film as well. And, uh, yeah, everyone just plays their parts of her. John C. Riley's like, crazy, stranded pilot guy is just... was just hilarious. He's the best com- comedic um, sort of... I, best comedy thing uh, within this monster movie. And no, no, no. It's, just, it's such a good film. I was pleasantly surprised and pleasantly impressed by how it was done. And they've, they they serve Kong quite well. And they have... They did kind of reference... Um, well, they don't reference, obviously, the Godzilla film because this is set back in like the Vietnam uh, War or around the 70s anyway. But they do... A hint at the various other sort of monsters that, are out, that could be out there, like Godzilla and Mothra, and various other ones as well, which is quite cool. It's a quite a cool week after credit credits scene. But no, all, overall, it was actually a really, really good film. I highly recommend seeing it if anyone just wants to just watch a monster movie. Like, don't expect amazing acting or like amazing. Um, Uh, story or anything at all if you just want to see king kong kick shit out of people then just go watch it man you know (laughs) it's just it really it's good and it's it was really good in imax 3d as well that was probably one of the best ways to watch it because obviously it is a monster movie and seeing everything that fucking huge was like unbelievable but another thing to actually point out as well is that when we went to imax 3d we were treated to a 20 minute extended trailer for that dunkirk that comes out in july and that looks bloody good like it just looks. It could be a uh, hands down. I'm saying this right now. It could possibly be the next Saving Private Ryan. It looks that good. Like it. So, uh, so I'm really looking forward to that one. Who
3: who is it's directing that one? Uh, that's it. Uh, Christopher Nolan that's directing. Ah yeah. yeah. Oh, I look cool. I, did, I did. see the shows that come out flat and it looks really cool.
0: Yeah. So I'm plus seen it in IMAX. Was just like mind-blowing and for a massive history buff like me i would just be like oh my god this looks amazing and everyone was laughing around me because every time something was happening that was like in to do with like world war ii i was just like fuck yes fuck yes and everyone just like <laughs> what the hell's this guy and i was like fuck yes <laughs> <laughs> uh but no, it was really really good so that's that's the only film uh, i've watched um i am hopefully going to see that get out on thursday because i've heard quite a lot of good stuff that's that kind of like crazy um Horror thriller by one of the one of the Peel brothers. You know the uh, Keen Peel. I think it's done by like Jordan Peel, the comedy guy. No, and so no what, it's been getting is, rave what? reviews.
3: Yeah, I've heard good things oh, about it, as well. it, it.
0: you should totally see Keen Peel. Keen Peel is amazing, Andy. It's like they're the, the great greatest like comedy. It's the best comedy sketch show that comes out of America recently. It's so good. It's totally check it out. Um, but no, apart from that, uh, small screen-wise, I've watched Black Sails. I've caught up with that, which is phenomenal. Because Ali's not on just now, I won't spoil too much, but it is getting close to the Treasure Island book, which was amazing. Oh, okay. And there's only it- two more episodes left before it completely 100% wraps, wraps up, and that's it, nothing left. So Is there a parrot um, yet? No, there's no parrot yet, no. But certain locations and certain items have... Been seen on the on uh, the TV show, and it's certainly the next two episodes is totally going to be setting up the sort of you know the events that lead into Treasure Island. Mm. So even though Treasure Island is twenty years ahead, the, basically the main plot of Treasure Island is going to get set up within the next two episodes, and I just cannot fucking wait to see what's going on. It's just going to be amazing. Um, but no, that's that's really about it. I've been quite busy over the past, or sort of like couple of weeks, to so really sit down and watch a lot of TV. Oh, I did catch up with Star Wars Rebels. That was the other thing. Um, I don't know. Do you watch Rebels, Andy? Or nope. <laughs> I oh, think
3: I've, watched, I've watched one episode in on it.
0: All uh, right. It didn't well, I caught up with Star Wars Rebels. That was phenomenal. One of the greatest episodes i have ever done. Probably greatest episodes in Star Wars was done. Uh, the uh, long time coming for uh, diehard fans to see a matchup that did finally pan out. Uh, again, don't really want to say too much because it would spoil the whole fun of the episode, but yeah, one of the most hyped the, up
3: Is this the rematch from the one of the movies? Yes, it certainly is, yeah. yes it,
0: it is the rematch of one of the certain movies and it was phenomenal, it was really, really good,
3: um, but yeah Ali, you here? Yeah. yeah I think we lost Ross, did we lose you? <laughs> Ross? Yeah, Ross
2: kind of disappeared there.
3: Yeah. He disappeared as soon as you came in? Okay. Uh, he was just telling us about Star Wars Rebels there, Ali.
2: I've not watched the most recent episodes yet. Um, We are going to have the guys from V7 Entertainment, apparently.
3: Okay. When When are they coming on?
2: Uh, soon. <laughs> I just got a message, like, uh, my phone's on 4G just now for some reason, but, like, uh, they've just said, are oh, we still on for tonight? Uh... Okay, well, we were just
3: doing. Oh, uh, hold, on, uh, hold, on, hold, on,
2: yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh...
3: We lost the Ross.
2: So, professional, we just saying, you know, saying that we could do the podcast, so you a chance to play. Yes, yeah, sure, sounds a lot better.
3: Absolutely, come on once you've had a chance to play it yeah Go, cool.
2: because I just said uh, sure sounds a plan it makes more sense because of the issues yeah. as you know
3: yeah okay uh, I don't know where Ross has gone but we, we'll get him back um, anyway he was I think he was just finishing not talking about Rebels anyway uh, I'll jump in and uh, discuss what I've been watching um, most of what I've been watching is a little TV show that came out at the weekend there called uh, Marvel's Iron Fist have you gotten to watch any
2: yet? Uh, sorry, Andy, sorry. Sorry, guys, you know my professionality. Uh, I'm currently talking to Karthik from V7 Entertainment on Skype, and I'm just saying I'm in contact with Sony about the issue with my PlayStation account, because technically I am. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, so, no, I haven't watched uh, Iron Fist, but I can combine that with what I did watch, Andy. I, I mm. took Chip's advice, and I've finished off um, Look, Cage. Okay not as easy to binge watch as daredevil jessica jones but going back to it i I quite um sorry i'm distracted sorry uh, i daredevil i could watch the whole season in like a day or two um and jessica jones was the same but look cage going back to it wasn't bad watching the last three but that last fight was ridiculous his answer for a guy that you wanted to finally unleash and show his full power and he had the potential to do so with a guy in a, a tinfoil hat that looks like he was from blue peter yep he decided the best way to fight him was to not fight him to not hit him
3: yep and it worked to be fair Do you know what I didn't yeah, understand about that, about that whole fight why didn't he just grab the battery off his back like he, he quite clearly worked out that he was being powered by the battery just fucking rip yep. the battery off his back
2: yep crush it punch it you're a Luke cage you're basically as strong as Captain America and bulletproof yep.
3: I know this guy has bulletproof like armor thing on but fucking hell
2: yep sorry I did continue talking
3: but yeah, I did, I did uh, watch Iron Fist. I've watched the first uh, five episodes of Iron Fist so far. Um, it's really good so far. Really enjoying it. It is much, much better than Luke Cage. Like, I felt Luke Cage was very slow and very plodding, and even though I enjoyed like the first half of it a lot, it was slow and it wasn't really what I was wanting out of the show. Um, but... Uh, iron Fist is totally the opposite from that it's fast paced it's funny it's got like it's got a lot of likeable characters yeah, the in pi-
2: it the, the, even the pacing in the trailer like it kind of reminded me a bit of um, tony stark in iron man one when he came back to his building i don't know if you get that from mm-hmm. it i haven't oh. watched it but
3: a little bit <coughs> there's, there's i've heard
0: it's one of, of the that. i've heard it's one of the worst things marvel's ever done Totally not true. Like No, seriously, <laughs> every, you're, you're the only person that has given it praise. Every single person I've spoken to, and I'm talking just, you know, like only about 10, 11 folk, but all of them have said it's one of the worst bits of TV they've ever seen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, mean I've, I've s- not
0: watched it myself, but it's just it's strange to kind of like, you know, hear somebody that's praising it so much considering so many folk have actually put me off it. I'll definitely give
3: it a go now. Like, I would put it kind of on the same sort of level as, like, Daredevil Season 1. Like, and it's actually a lot, like, Daredevil Season 1 was really dark, and, and it was quite slow at times, and it was very dialogue heavy. Um, this one's got, like, quite a lot of the dialogue and stuff like that, but it's all, like, it's all, like, either interesting or funny or, like, just good. <laughs> like, I, I, honestly, I've really dug, like, the first five episodes so far, and I know, like, the tricks and stuff panned the first six when they got the chance. Uh, but I I have not seen a single thing wrong with the show at all, and like I really wasn't looking forward to it because uh, I really did not like the guy that's playing uh, Danny Rand. I forget the actor's name, Finn Jones. Um, really did not like him in Game of Thrones, and didn't think that he'd be up to doing like Iron Fist. Like, because I I, actually, I don't mind Iron Fist in the comics. Like, he's, he's an alright character, and I've read some of his like standalone books and stuff. He's
2: Luke Cage's gimpy friend.
3: Oh yeah, but I've read I've read some of the Iron Fist <clears throat> books where he's on his own and like away. Oh, <clears throat> he's worse than shit.
2: Bucky in the comics
3: and going around and going to convene <laughs> and that sort of stuff. And they've they've hit upon like all the stuff that I would really want from it. And he's he's actually quite like a likable character. Uh, I think people need to give this show a chance and not like listen to what the like the critics and stuff like that are saying. It's not for it probably looks not like for everybody. It but looks like,
2: the actor looks like the guy that's the best friend of uh, Ashton Kutcher from that '70s show.
3: Uh, what? Well, well, um, I don't uh... know about that. <laughs> Once he gets a haircut in the show, like spoilers, yeah, it's not so bad.
0: Oh, what's his name? I know the guy you're talking
3: about, Ali. Ah, oh, yeah, he does look like him, doesn't he? No,
0: he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally see the resemblance. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it so far. There's like some really good like kung fu scenes. There's some, there's some really cool special effects and whatnot as well and it just feels a lot more immediate than, like, Luke Cage's slow applauding, and I think it's good that they've got, like, some choreography in it, whereas Luke Cage was just all, he just walked through everybody, which was kind of boring by the time he got to the end of it, like, oh, Luke Cage has to fight ten guys, what's he going to do? He's just going to walk through them, but, like, when Iron Fist has to fight ten guys, it's it's a fucking cool fight scene.
0: I, but does it suffer the same thing as like a lot of martial arts films do, where it's kind of like uh, each kind of like ninja person just comes at him at one at a time, <laughs> and then um, it's just like, oh, he's done. Oh, next person comes up. Okay, he's done. Can there's a there's a name for it uh, if, for that kind of thing? But can not remember. Yeah,
3: anyway. not not quite. Um, I, I would say wait wait until you've wait until you've played it. It's probably better. All
1: right.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'm I'll I am answering, call, an Ali's,
3: I'm answering an Ali's question uh, from the chat there, but but no. Did you the, say? I would say wait until wait until you played it. Yeah, yeah. See next week because we'll. I I think I can work out how to get you to play it. Um, yes, Tiger Claw. We're talk, talking about Iron Fist, but but yeah, like I said. Um, well, aye, so he, there's a couple of scenes where he has to fight like a bunch of guys, um, and any time when he's had to do that so far, it's always been in like a quite a confined space. So there's only been able to be like a couple of them come at him at any one time. Aye, okay. But he, but like I've seen him like fight people with, like hatchets and knives and that sort of stuff and uh, guns and everything as well, and he's uh, been really good at like disarming them.
0: Oh well, I'll watch. I'll watch one or two episodes for next week and let you know what
3: I think. <laughs> yeah, like hundred percent. Like I would say to people, give it a watch. Don't listen to, like what the critics and stuff like that are saying it because if you're into like if you're into Marvel shows and if you liked Daredevil, then you need to watch it. Like it's really good. Uh, like I think Luke Cage was a bit like like I've said, really slow. But that, this totally is like a breath of fresh air compared to that because I've just finished watching Luke Cage as well. And like coming off the back of that, and coming at this, it's like, oh, like where was all of this awesomeness in Luke Cage? Uh,
1: April four. <laughs> right. But
3: yeah, re- really enjoying it so far. Can't wait to watch more of it. Uh, and they've they've uh, they've done a lot of like tying things in from the other shows as well. Like specifically, specifically from Daredevil. Not not that much from Luke Cage, but. M- more things that happened in Daredevil, and they're kind of pulling all that together to, obviously, then push that forward into Defenders. Well, is Defenders the next one
0: after Iron Fist,
3: yeah? Yeah, Defenders is the next
0: one.
2: Yes, I I thought Punisher was going to be next.
3: Uh, Well, well, I think... I mean, it could be, but I don't think so. I know they're shooting Punisher just now, and... I believe they've finished shooting, shooting now with Defenders I, I could be wrong on that I think Defenders will come out first because it's a short season Because they're only doing like 6 episodes And then Punisher will be 13 So I think that uh, Defenders is going to be first
1: But it's oh, uh, it's really okay. good
3: um, Ali, you watch anything this week? Just just look
2: Sorry Andy, I'm still talking to the, the guys <laughs> from this studio I have left this to the last minute
0: did you watch anything on the big screen, Andy?
3: Uh, big screen, no, nothing for me at all. Nothing, no movies whatsoever for me. Oh, nothing. Oh, that's I, I? I'm not. I'm not a big one for like watching movies unless there's like something coming out that I really want to go and see. Like any time there's a yeah, Marvel yeah. movie comes out, I'll go and see it. Like,
0: and Kong, you need to go see Kong.
3: <laughs> I, I'll probably wait till I can see that one at home. Like <laughs> I mean I did watch the last King Kong movie. And it was alright. King but...
2: Kong ain't got nothing on me, bitches.
3: Sorry. Yeah, like I'm not that interested in King Kong, to be honest. It's a big monkey. I, I, know, it's a I good I only, film. I only watched the last one because Peter Jackson directed it and I didn't. I'm like not it gonna much. watch
2: another Samuel Jackson movie until he does a sequel to Snakes in a Train. Snakes in a Plane.
0: Mm. Snakes in the Train is actually a film.
2: Jake's on a train.
0: <laughs> I just skipped just all you need to do is just film, film like the train from Glasgow to Paisley or Glasgow to Yale That's <laughs> <as> you <laughs> got it <sorted. laughs> Yeah, Snakes in the Train came out in two thousand six from Asylum Films. I think
3: it was. Oh, Samuel Jackson wasn't in it, though, was he?
0: No, no, no. This was one of their ones when, um, like, Snakes in the Plane was coming out. So the Asylum folk do it's this company. They must have heard the Asylum company. basically do like offs from upcoming blockbuster films, and oh, okay, their yeah. whole plan. The whole plan is that because it's straight to video, they'll get it out onto, like, well, this is years before Video On Demand. They'd get out to, say, like, blockbusters and that. So when kids' parents would be coming in looking for, like, the latest, say, snakes on a plane, mm. they'd be like, oh, we've got snakes in a train instead. Oh, we'll just take that, and that's how they make their money It's just to try and, like, trick people. For example, like, when Transformers came out in 2006, they came out with a one called Transmorphers. You know, <laughs> it's like, yep. like, and I've the, actually got I've got a whole load of those films. Actually, these like, people you know. still
3: these people still do this. I've seen some of them. Like what is, there's one called uh, like two. I think it's 2012. Doomsday is one. They did. It's like a rip off of 2012. They yeah, did it's one like the day of doom. Yeah, oh, yeah. You see
2: them in work all the time. All and time. And there's yeah, a certain
3: they, bunch of people that buy them. Yeah, it's like I think, <laughs> I think for we're Battleship called, as it's like, well in San Andreas. Yeah. yeah. I
1: think,
3: I think the one as well was, like,
0: uh, the Da Vinci treasure was one for the Da Vinci. <laughs> I think it was one, Yeah, I know. See, honestly. And then, I think, oh, yeah, Pirates of Treasure Island. I remember that one when Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean came out. That was one. <laughs> uh, did, they not, did
2: they not do, like, Alien versus, like, instead of Predators, like, Robot or something? Yeah, it was <laughs> Aliens
0: versus Hunter. I've got that one, actually. I'm looking, <laughs> These are the ones I'm looking through my DVD list just now. <laughs> uh, I know they've got... Uh, they did... Um, Trying to think well, other ones that did I think they did monster which was supposed to be a rip-off from Cloverfield okay <laughs> uh, death was there, oh yeah was there, I'm trying to think of what, there's other ones as well I think they had the Terminators was for Terminator salvation or something like that as well and it's a shameless rip-off aren't they all of them hmm. oh yeah 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 straight up shameless ripoff off totally they've just basically taken the main storyline of the the actual film and then just decided to make their own like twist on it essentially that's pretty much what they do. Okay, so
2: the, the, the V7 Entertainment guys are coming on April the 4th.
0: That's all sorted out
2: with a mix-up. Okay, cool. It's mostly to blame as Sony and their shitty systems um, that lock me out of my own games. But Andy seems to have a solution that hopefully can be solved. So it'll be after the launch, because obviously next Tuesday is their launch day, so it's mm-hmm. a no-go. But the following week we'll have them <laughs> on, which is perfect.
3: Cool. Hey, so did you did you watch anything of note you want to, want to talk about?
2: Uh, just like I said, look cage, and yeah, uh, I was yeah. disappointed by the entire thing. Like, very slow show. Um, I think they killed off the wrong villain. I really think if they'd killed oh, off the is. sister and kept the brother and made the brother move in, like, and get the sympathy vote as the mayor sort of thing, that yeah. would have worked for me a lot better rather than going, oh shit, we need him to fight a guy because we can't have him punching a woman. So let's introduce his um, stepbrother and he can put on a crazy suit. See if they fuck all that nonsense, just, like, keep the, the, the villain was just building up a sort of rapport, the guy with the, the, the Biggie Smalls poster, you know, the guy, Cottonmouth,
3: I mean, yeah.
2: Yep. yeah, 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 Cottonmouth should have been the, the villain for the entire show and it would have been fine, but just as they built him up, his sister killed him in a shock move and then she couldn't exactly fight Luke Cage because then it's not only black-on-black violence, but, um, a man hitting a woman, so, hmm. like, they couldn't have that, so they just had to rush put together his stepbrother and introduce him in like what the last four episodes. Yeah, and, yeah. And here's some flashbacks from when they were a child that we've not shown you for the entire season of them boxing together, and we'll just use that footage instead of having Luke Cage fight. What are you fucking? Pl- what was that about? <laughs> like it was Luke Cage was a wasted opportunity for Marvel. Like they cast the perfect guy. The setting was okay. Like the guys in the barber shop and fine was all. Yeah, that was all good. But uh, th- having her kill off Cottonmouth and then like uh, that just wasted the whole thing because she was just shit.
3: Yep, totally agree. Um, like th- I think it was the caliber of acting as well. Like if you, like the guy that was playing uh, Cottonmouth, I-, I forget his name. Like Masharma. he good. Ali, that guy is a fucking good actor, and like he just won an Oscar. Yeah, but he was a scary,
2: believable villain in this, you know?
3: Yeah, he was brilliant. He was menacing and he had, like, he had depth to his character. And then this this woman who's, like, the fucking generic woman that you cast in all of these type of roles.
2: She was a cousin of Cottonmouth get it, and it was, like, from years ago that she... But uh, just even the way she killed him was, like, no. And then they could have had Shade step up. But yep. they kind of pushed him to the background when she came in, as if like, mm-hmm. she was going to be better. But no, it didn't work out. What they should have done, like I said, is have him kill the woman or have the woman die or get killed by accident. Mm-hmm. Have him get the sympathy vote and Cottonmouth becomes the mayor. That would have been better. Yep.
3: Totally agree. And then that it would, would be, be, be Luke, Luke
2: Cage versus the mayor of Harlem. Do you know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Perfect. I would like that. That's more appealing. Yeah. Okay. Marvel, you heard it here from one of the the hosts of uh, Agents of Shield cast uh, <laughs> has got my, my backing for writing of Luke Cage. <sighs> don't give me it now because I'll kill it off Iron Fist because I don't like him.
3: You haven't seen it yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't like him as a character. I would care I, I know. Like,
3: I actually think that you will like him for some reason. I don't, like he's I don't, he's, he's likable in the show. Well, There's to be fair,
2: Ant Man wasn't a terrible movie. Um, it was a bit more throwaway than some Marvel movies, but it made me more appealing to Ant-Man, even though even not being an Ant-Man fan, I hate that it was I don't understand why they jumped from Hank Pym that made no sense to me, but like Because they didn't have to have the whole wife-beaten thing if that was their excuse. Like You've just basically killed him off by making him an old man. It's like, oh, fuck off. I think that was during the time where they were... Agent Carter, season one, was doing well, and they decided, oh, we could add him to the old Avengers, like mm. uh, Tony Stark's dad and stuff, and then they yeah. realised, yeah, this no one cares about this era, so let's stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I haven't watched anything. Like, like I watched wrestling, but there's nothing really to talk about that. I watched Raw last night. Finn Balor's still not back, so... Um, Watch some Ring of Honor as usual. Nothing really. I didn't watch anything of note. Uh, Star Wars Rebels. I need to catch up on. Like, oh. um, I, I know. Oh. Ross just. Um, I I roughly know the direction it's going because it's been teased from like the beginning. But I mean, um, I'm guessing it's finally happened. But I don't want to know any more. Uh, so I've got a couple of those to watch for next week. But it's one of those shows that took a break, and because it's a kid show, there's not a big huge. Oh, look! It's back. It just snuck back on TV, and I haven't caught up with it. You know, it's exactly. not like. Arrow, which for months back in two months back in one month back in yeah. two days you know like it's just a case of oh it's, it's back on it's mostly because it's in america on the disney xd app which doesn't help things it's not yeah so anyway no i didn't i didn't watch anything else
3: <coughs> cool well we better move on to the gaming stuff so this this is a part of the show we call level up uh, which is where we talk about all the Games we played, as well as all the gaming news. So, we've got some news this week. A lot of Switch news. As is always the case when a new console comes out. We like to switch it up. Uh, so, first of all, Nintendo Switch has already sold 1.5 million consoles worldwide. It's a yes, strong start. Is... It's a strong start. And uh, 9 out of 10 Switch owners bought Zelda
2: well there's Woo! not much because adults are buying it just now and like that's the only game for it realistically
3: it's a pretty insane attach rate for like one game though especially considering mm. it's a cross platform game
2: I think they've done this on purpose because Mario Kart could have been released in launch day but it would have diluted Zelda sales
1: hmm.
3: Mario Kart would be huge as well when it comes out absolutely fucking massive I can't next, wait to play Mario Kart week. again week. no no uh, a month and a week 20th April. Oh, is it the 20th of
2: April? Ah, okay.
3: Yeah. Good. That's my extra time with Zelda. Yeah. And I mean, uh, like, I'm nowhere near like, done with Zelda, so. <laughs> you sent me some I'm a bit movie, halfway. New, movie news, Ali. Why'd you send me movie news? What was the movie news, Andy? It's about the, the Matrix maybe getting a reboot and there's a Big Bang Theory spin off called Young Sheldon. Yeah, It's not uh,
0: Matrix isn't getting a reboot. Uh, the director and writer confirmed that that's bullshit.
2: Okay, but it's... the young, the young Sheldon thing's absolutely terrible. When TV shows like Constantine can't get a second season, and we're getting bullshit like Young Sheldon, though everyone knows. Ross, stop eating. Can will last one season? I'm not eating. Well, stop licking your microphone. I know it's new, but <laughs> <laughs> Ross loves Mike. <laughs> um, so Young Sheldon will last a season and get cancelled. We all know this. No one's going to watch that bullshit. You know, the reason the Big Bang's successful is because the age of the characters are, they're built up. No one wants to see a young kid getting picked on at school acting like a smart arse.
3: Yeah, uh, I think people will get into it because it's Sheldon and, like, people like Sheldon.
2: Yeah, but it's Sheldon by himself.
3: I know, but they'll have other characters in it though. Are...
2: Yeah, but then that'll ruin the continuity where Sheldon had no friends when he was younger.
3: Yeah, true. true. Because you know he's I'm... going to get
2: a small group of friends.
3: Yeah, I'm not interested in it whatsoever, to be honest I haven't watched Big Bang Theory in a couple of years at this point, there's much I've better episodes it. out there now.
2: Yeah, there's much better TV and it'll get added to Netflix, like every year a new season comes on, so if I haven't seen it I'll stick it on at some point in Netflix.
0: You know the best thing about Big Bang Theory is, is that somebody's putting Ricky Gervais's laugh instead of the soundtrack and it's actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been renewed for two more seasons as well, so that's what season, man. 13
2: or 14 it's going to. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? That's a season that's going to outstate. That's a show that's going to outstate its welcome.
1: Mm-hmm. You're totally
0: right about the fact that how the fuck can't something some like Constantine get renewed? Yeah, that shit does, man. It's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> a, you know, do you know what's a good idea? And
2: you know, if it is popular, the sad thing is we're going to get a young Leonard, you know, or a young Penny. We're going to get Oh my an God. You know what's going to happen. Apparently, Jim Parsons is going to narrate it as well, but I'm guessing that's only like a one line at the start of the episode and a one line at the end, like, boy, meets world. Yeah, hello,
0: I'm a sellout and welcome to this show.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting paid more than the lead actor by this line alone.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in, uh, in, in other gaming news, uh, Capcom has decided to put out a compilation of uh, six Disney games that come to PS4, yes. Xbox One and PC. So this is like uh, DuckTales, isn't it? Um, what, what were the other ones that were in it, Ali? DuckTales, Darkwing
2: Ooh. Duck, Tailspin, oh. um, Tailspin 2. I can't spin two I can't remember the rest of them but I will be getting this and I hope I would love them I don't know how the, the licensing works because they were made by virgin at the time but like imagine Aladdin and lion King and stuff
3: mm-hmm. Agnes next like the yeah. these are like these are the taster for those games because those are the games that everybody really wants you're lion King you're Aladdin uh, yeah the other one they did
2: Lion King Aladdin well castle Legion obviously has been re- yeah. been re- um I don't know lion King and Aladdin are the big two the that I remember ones, yeah.
3: I never played Jungle Book Jungle Toy Book Story. was
2: good Toy Story was Toy the Story was in the, the Mega Drive and PS1 mm-hmm.
3: yep. but that whole like side scrolling platformer thing was so good man like, I, I hope they redo like those Duck,
2: Tailspin and DuckTales are good games though. Um, DuckTales got remade um, yep. recently so I, I'm not excited for that but Tailspin and Duck, Duck definitely I will probably get this
3: yeah, I, I like I like all these games. They're <laughs> fucking classics. Um, yep. April's first uh, PlayStation Plus game has been announced. Uh, it's the <gasps> game called Drawn to Death. Oh my God, another classic. Which is by... Uh, no, no, this is actually a bit of a bigger game than you would expect. It's uh, by David Jaffe. I don't know if you know who that is. Does he make the cakes? No, no. <laughs> he was the uh, creator of God <laughs> of War. <laughs> he's the original creator of God of War, um, so he this is his new game from his team, uh, Drawn to Death it is I believe it is like a multiplayer game, but it is uh, it's not like a free to play game and anything like that. It is a game that does have a cost involved with it, and I think it's a smart move for it to go to PlayStation Plus because you I mean you look at like things like Rocket League, things that have like a strong online focus going on plus, and then coming up with DLC and shit like that, and then it gets that buzz, and then later on, online it it sells. So Rocket League's made so much money. And like it's all because they got so much buzz from Plus, so yeah. I think that's the kind of route they're trying to go with this one. The game actually looks fucking cool. Like I don't know, if, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was I think it was uh, one of the early E 3s when the PS after the PS four was announced or, or the PSX uh, they announced this game, and it's like a hand drawn like art style third person shooter. Looks really cool.
2: Do you know, during all my internet troubles, the, the, the funny thing is, BT offered me a better... Uh, they sent me an email saying, do you want to upgrade to a smart hub? I'm like, it's as if you know. It's as if you know. Give me
3: it now. Right now. No, give me fucking fiber optic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Primal Rage 2, which was a game that was cancelled seemingly 100 hundred years ago, oh, yeah. uh, is now, now playable. Ooh. Did you like Primal Rage? Um,
2: I, I had it, I believe, yeah. I don't know if I liked it as much as like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, but yeah, I had
3: it. Yeah, not for me. Uh, they they made like uh, that game Bloody Roar. It was a much better version of like what Primal Rage was. That
2: that was a good game.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, Injustice Two is going to have a stupid microtransaction system in it. Mm. But it's apparently all for like cosmetic shite. So don't buy it. <clears throat> Uh, four games are coming out to the Nintendo Switch this week. Now, Yay. I did, like, when, because I think you sent me this article, and I'm like, oh, excellent, I'll go and buy a new Switch game. But the, none of them came out in Europe. Because <laughs> I did look, and I'm like, oh, but uh, yeah, none of them came out. Uh, King of Fighters 94, I think, was the one that came out in Europe. Uh, but <laughs> otherwise, Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus came out. Um as well as what Human Resource Machine, Little Inferno, and World of Goo. Now, the these Human Resource Machine and Little Inferno, I believe, come out uh, on the 24th over here. But World of Goo still is does not have a confirmed release date for... Uh, World of, of
2: Goo is good. World of Goo is a good game.
3: Do you know what? I've never heard of it. It was on the
1: Wii, I think. Hmm.
3: But like Human Resource Machine looks quite cool. I think it's been on PC for a while, so I'll probably pick that up. Because these games are all all going to be ten dollars, so they should be like eight to ten pounds ish. So that's quite good. It means I can buy like a couple of a couple of new games for it, just to kind of give a bit of diversity in the the games that we have.
2: Why is there no midnight show in the Power Rangers?
3: Because no one cares.
1: No, Andy doesn't care. <laughs>
3: I know. Well, I was Ty- surprised actually as well. There wasn't one. Claw be... was asking if uh, we're going to see the Power Rangers this weekend. I'm not. I don't care about it. I hope. Oh no, well,
0: yeah. well, uh, I won't be able to. But I I, am, I might be able to see it on Sunday night. Hopefully,
3: maybe. I have got no interest in it. Superhero Power Rangers. No, no, thank you. Twenty-fourth. Uh, You're missing day.
0: out.
2: You are missing out.
3: Yeah. Maybe, maybe I am. I, I'll wait and see what you guys think of it and then I'll, I'll watch it on uh, the... Review, the reviews someplace.
0: have been pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Especially the last third, I think, of the film is supposed to be ridiculously awesome.
3: Hmm. That's probably the, the uh, big mech fights.
1: Oh,
2: man. I oh, can't like go and Zolt. see it in release day Because of work. Oh, my God. Or the day after. Of Why is it not on later than fucking 20 to 6?
3: <laughs> that's w- yeah, that's really weird.
2: Yeah, the only in they have is 12, quarter to 3 and 20 to 6.
3: When you go to Cormornec? On... So getting to Kamarnock's a pain in my ass. It is a fucking shite hole. It's the worst cinema I've ever been to. It is. Go to Come on, is a good cinema. Or Glasgow. Or Chick
2: Cormornec.
3: Erm... Super Bowl Man R has gotten a significant upgrade patch, which is supposedly addressed some of the lag issues and whatnot. Uh, now, I tried to download this when this article went up, and it was the patch was not available in the UK. So I don't know if it's actually come out in the UK or not yet. Uh, this kind of bugs me because, like, as I already mentioned, these these indie Switch games that went up on the eShop store didn't come to the UK at the same time. That, anno- that always annoys me when that happens like these things should be worldwide at this point because like we we're all we all live in the same fucking ecosystem give me my game at the same time as America don't make me wait three days bullshit, bullshit. Uh, so more g- some more games get added to the Xbox One battles compatibility program Street Fighter 4 was the kind of main one cool that that got added on yeah
2: I've got I've got Ultra Street Fighter 4 in the PS4 I don't need it
3: yeah but for people who don't have it and already bought Street Fighter 4 or want to pick it up cheap on the 360 you can get it and I think they should actually do you know if it was me I would have done this when Street Fighter 5 was coming out like on PS4 I'd have made sure to get that fucking thing done and and done and out like when that was coming out but it's a bit late now Uh, Sonic Mania has been delayed Ali I know fuck what the fuck I, do you know, how, what, do how
2: we, can they not get this perfect I would understand if it was like Final Fantasy Batman Uncharted which all got delayed but Sonic Mania really it's like what three levels three three stages like in the last stage is always a boss stage ten levels so what oh fucking just get it right do,
3: do you know what I think it is I, I think the reason that they've had to delay this is because of the Switch version I believe uh, it's probably not been quite ready or not as polished as the other versions because obviously they want to launch it all at the same time on every platform so Switch, Xbox, PS4 and PC uh, I would I would think that the Switch version has had a couple of teething problems and that that's why they've had to delay it to make sure it runs alright on all four platforms and they can hit the same date, day one uh, so I don't really mind because like I say I'm going to buy it twice I'm buying it on PS4, I'm going to buy it on Switch I want to play it on both <laughs>
1: I don't know it
0: can't just be the Switch that's causing the delays it could be it's the same for South Park I think
1: yeah
0: I I I definitely think about South Park but just something like Sonic I just didn't think the Switch would make it have that much Nintendo
3: it's no, it's no. a different the thing is with the switch is different architecture like ps4 xbox one and pc all run on like the x86 like architecture that's that's fine it's just like fucking developing for a pc they just have to port it to ps4 port it to xbox one no i the understand, switch I runs, understand. the switch just... runs on a different like uh, architecture it's called arm so it takes a bit more work to uh, port something over to that so i think no, i totally
0: I, understand I, like you know like you know the the, the... The increased amount of work that you need to do to get it working on Switch, but I'm just thinking that compared to something like South Park, which has probably got a lot more sort of complexities behind it, you think something like Sonic wouldn't be that much of a like delay to it in order to get on the Switch? Considering I'm assuming the developers, unless did the developers not get their hands on and being able to develop Switch games like third-party ones until the Switch was released or something? Because surely no, no, they,
1: they would have had already,
0: earlier,
3: but able to get sorted, you know? Yeah, they would have had all it earlier, about. but they wouldn't have had it like as long as they've had like had it in development for ps4 and xbox one because they'll have had those kits for years at this point the switch they've probably had for six months maybe so i I think that's i think that's what it'll be but yeah delayed till summer i don't really mind summer's still alright. i think that if it starts to creep into like holiday season this year it's in trouble like because if it comes out like in the holiday season it's not going to sell because the second that you put it anyone near Mario, it's fucked. Either of yeah. these Sonic games, to be honest. Because uh, they also did show off uh, Sonic Forces, uh, some gameplay of it, which it uh, looks like Sonic Adventure. I don't know if you thought that, Ali.
2: Uh, no, it looked more like Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations 3D parts than Sonic Adventure.
3: <coughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, those always Look. reminded me of Sonic Adventure, but. do not like that, that one from the Xbox 360 game. What was that one again? What, Sonic 2006 or Sonic Unleashed?
0: 2006.
3: Yeah, the, oh yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Hopefully, don't say that, Ross. That's, fucking, that's a terrible game. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a, so I but, saw it and I was like, no, nope,
0: that looks like that. Oh, I'm going to turn it
3: off. <laughs> yeah. A okay. I'm, not, I'm not that excited about this. I'll definitely still buy it, but I think, again, if you put this anywhere near that fucking Mario game, it's fucked. Because yeah. the Mario game will be better. Yeah. Um, and it will get... Dir- if it comes out like anywhere close to it, it's going to get directly compared to it and it it will not stand up to it at all. So, I think they've got a bit of thinking to do about when they're bringing this one out because they are still saying like, it's coming out in 2017. At, at this point, with what they've shown off of it so far, it's got to be late 2017 and Mario's late 2017. This one I would 100% delay it into next year. 100%. Like... They need to be six months clear of Mario, I would say. They should push this to like summer two thousand eighteen. Um. So yeah, the what? So we saw the gameplay. It looks all right. Fast looks fast, uh, but I, again, usually when they go fast, like in three D, there's not a lot of control involved in it. So we need to wait and see how it actually plays. Uh. Someone has put out a Wii emulator that is so accurate you can buy games from the Wii Shop Channel. <laughs> That's pretty smart. That's I don't know why trick. you would. <laughs> what is
0: why? Why are you are you rummaging through a McDonald's bag? <laughs> Me? No, no, no. I just uh, just take a drink of water there. I come. It's loud as fuck. It's a bag I think it's of water. Your... I
3: like... yeah. it's a bag of water. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I'll, I'll, make my, I'll mute my mic next time I take a drink. <laughs> Um, MLB The Show 17 has incredibly ge- glitched faces. I don't know if you guys saw this, but holy fuck, it's like Assassin's Creed Unit all over again. It's worse. Yeah, they're oh my, they're pretty scary. Some of these like uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy uh, is going to have the biggest area in any Uncharted game ever. Uh, also, no Nathan Drake cameos. I, I think it's totally fine.
2: It's not a big achievement to be honest, because no real area in Uncharted was that big, apart from the one in Four, where you could drive about. You know, is mm. not really about open areas.
3: No, I, I totally agree. I, I did really like that that big open area in Uncharted Four. It was interesting. But I'm I'm looking forward to playing The Lost Legacy. I, I really liked uh, Chloe.
2: I'm not
3: playing it. No, I'll definitely buy it 100. Um, percent f- Okay, for Honor, if you were to buy. Every single one of the microtransactions to enable you to unlock everything in the game would cost you over seven hundred dollars. So that's like five six hundred pounds for one fucking game. Or what it is. <laughs> or or you can uh, you can like spend your time and grind and uh, play the game a lot to uh, level up and whatnot and get all the points that you need to buy all the shit. Sounds reasonable. It take you, it would take you two and a half years. Jesus. Two and a half years, insane. Uh, everyone should really boycott that game. Like it is bullshit. It's a terrible game, anyway. It looks. I haven't played it myself, but it looks fucking shit. It's not not for me at all. um xbox one's getting a new update so some new features are coming custom gamer already, and eh? tournaments and uh yay it's actually
2: really good it's i know you're not interested cause you don't have an xbox now but like if it was for playstation you'd like it see you can choose each game to have an achievement tracker in the top right hand corner so you know how you can see you've discussed it before that you would like it as well but it's like you're nine say keys away from collecting all the keys in the game to get this trophy um you can now put that in the top right hand corner and track achievements so that you can look at it while you're playing the game so you, you don't have to come back out and look. So you can have it as uh, you can choose where you can place it in the screen, top left, top right, middle, or whatever. So that it's like, say, you're doing a collective achievement or you're mm. you're getting so many kills in a game, it's like telling you because it tracks it. You can now have that on your screen as you're playing, Andy. So for achievement okay. and trophy hunters, it's, it's quite good. Uh, do the new I do dashboard, I, I like that idea, that's cool. The new dashboard set up, though, it's, it's horrific again. They've, like Just as I was getting used to the, the other way, they've, they've redone the whole dashboard again, and it's it's not good either.
3: Yep, I saw it like an the, Xbox the, the other day. Take well, you to, yep.
2: The middle button doesn't take you back to the main menu. It pops out a mm-hmm. side menu now, and it's like, why do I have to like, go in the side menu to get to my home menu when the home button should take me there?
3: I was very confused about that, like trying to uh, test an, an Xbox One the other day. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is broken. Right. <laughs> no it's actually not this is just a new menu like fuck off they, they've ruined the menus on that since day one and they haven't they have made it a little bit Inclusive. better but like it's still not a patch yeah, on, like, it, it makes four.
2: no sense why would you yeah. why would the home button take you to a side menu
3: I don't know it's bizarre
2: because now instead home button should take you home but now if you push home button the side menu pops out and then you have to select mm-hmm.
3: home yep in, in other news, it looks like the Evil Within might be getting a sequel. Not surprising, the original sold done quite well. a few copies. Done Yeah, done well, got good reviews as well. Uh, it was a good game. <clears> yeah, and like Resident Evil 7 teams have done really well uh, this year as well, so not not surprised to see the Evil Thing coming back. Uh, Bethesda will have a press conference at E3 this year, guaranteed they'll announce it there. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Evil Wooden's from
2: the original Resident Evil creator and the guy that came to fix Resident Evil 4. Because yeah. the original Resident Evil Four became Devil May Cry, it was that misguided.
3: <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, Sony has finally ended production of the PlayStation Three in Japan, so it's, it's done. Still quite it a long dead. lifespan. Yeah, a long lifespan. Not as long as PS Two, but I mean they, they've sold over 80 million units. That's that's a good good whack. PS Four is going to eclipse that though, uh, provided they don't uh, they don't uh, put out PS Five too soon. Uh, PS4 will eclipse that
2: 100%. It will depend on Scorpio. PS5 will depend on what Scorpio actually is.
3: Yeah, well I mean we we're going to find out what Scorpio is at E3 this year and there's no way that Sony will announce a new console. They've just Yeah, you know, they've just put out two new consoles last year plus a plus a fucking VR headset, which is basically three yeah. new consoles last year. There's no way they're bringing something like that out this year. No. Uh, there's there's talk of them like doing potentially doing another handheld again no way they're doing that this year they need to like double down on games and focus on selling these uh new consoles that they've put out
2: if they do a new handheld i guarantee they rip off the switch like i discussed with you andy Um, and there's no question that they'll do it because and basically it will have a mini hdmi t hdmi i don't think it'll have a base but it'll definitely have like a dual shock that clips on the side of the screens Mm. they'll definitely rip off the switch that way because they've seen everybody's reception to how that works
3: like, imagine if you just had like a dual shock that you could pull apart and then clip onto the side of like a tablet
2: <coughs> that's what it's going to be I guarantee
3: yeah you. I, and, I, I, and to be honest I'd be surprised if they didn't do that um, I think I don't know quite how <coughs> they would how they would do it in terms of like the carts and stuff like that like would they make it compatible PS now with Peter carts PS Now player just PS oh, Now yeah. player yeah but then you'd have to subscribe to that to be able to get it yeah
2: but then you'd have to actually play PS Now
3: yeah huh. Plus, you'd be, have to be connected to the internet and all that shit. So I think they would just they
2: would just do carts again. They would do carts again, or just a digital only.
1: Mm.
3: Digital only, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is that the right way to go?
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 At this stage, yes.
3: Don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I mean, Sony's done tablets and stuff before that. You could you can hook up uh, your. Oh, you can still buy them right now. Stuff. They're called Expedia tablets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can do remote play through those, and like I can do it with my phone. Don't ever do it. But yeah, but I can
2: see them doing a gaming device like I I talked to you about last week, just ripping off the Switch. Definitely.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think they they'll be looking at like how how the Switch is selling, and be going, hmm, we could do this and do it better. So well, because I mean, the Switch (laughs) has the Switch has blown. No, no, but the Switch has blown the V out of the water.
2: Yeah, but then the PlayStation, the handheld version, will not be the PS5. It will just be a side console to the PS4. So yeah. the fact the Switch is a full console is what's going to make it better unless Sony stick by the handheld this time.
1: Hmm.
3: Mm. D- don't know. We'll need to wait and see on that one. Um, Assassin's Creed Empire has uh, popped up in our Swiss retailer listing. So that, yeah. this is your oh. annual Assassin's Creed uh, leak watch <laughs> update. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is every definitely week a legit game. From now
2: till E3. <laughs>
3: yep, this is definitely a legit game. We'll hear things about it every week, probably up until the two weeks before E3 when they actually announce it. Yeah,
2: and then the trailer, the, the trailer will leak.
3: <laughs> yeah, they'll announce it before E3, because uh, that's what they did with Watch Dogs, uh, what, year before and Black last Flag. Watch Dogs 2? Yeah, and Black Flag happened with, and Unity, and Syndicate as well. These all leaked. Ubisoft is the fucking leakiest place ever. So we will hear about the, we will hear about those at E3 guaranteed or probably before it. Uh, Super Mario Run comes to Android stores finally this week. Yep. I think it's too late. Are you getting it? I don't care about it. I have no interest. I've got a Switch now.
2: It's a good game, but yeah, I, iOS definitely paid for quite a bit of what was it? Six months exclusive at
3: least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was three months because it came out just the tail end of last last year. So.
2: No, it came out it came out well before
3: Christmas. Was it okay but Should but yeah like however, however long it was like they, they had a few months of exclusivity and like everyone's already talked about it and it's kind of yeah I'm playing an old game at this point and I've got the switch I don't really need any mobile games ever again I've got the switch <laughs> that is true like I've that got quality true. fucking games on this handheld I don't need any uh, don't need any of these uh, Pokemon the uh, Pokemon developer is staffing up supposedly for a new console game. So they are hiring people and whatnot. Supposedly going to do a new console. Hopefully this is the Pokemon Stars, was
2: it? The... Well, they wouldn't need to hire a new team for that if it was just like a remake. Okay. This sounds like it's a whole new game. Yeah, but Pokemon Stars is the rumored one to hit this year or early next year, and it's going to be like the Pokemon Yellow version of Moon and Sun.
3: Okay, I, I don't, I don't mind that. Like, uh, I'm, I'm never going to buy a Pokemon game on the DS ever because the graphics yeah, are I... fucking terrible.
2: I think they'll give it. A, I think they'll give it a year, like exclusive, like Pokemon Moon and Sun. So you're looking at about October, November this year before they mention a Switch one. And mm-hmm. uh, I think they've got it ready, and it's just a case of okay, it's selling well, we'll put it out on it. It won't look amazing, but it will be upgraded. Obviously, I will get it 100. Um, percent but I definitely think just to appease 3DS folk... I mean, it's like the statistic that I sent you the other day, Andy. Was it 2004? They said that the Game Boy wasn't replacing the DS.
1: Hmm. And
2: uh, now they're saying the Switch isn't replacing the 3DS. No, the, the DS isn't replacing the Game Boy, sorry. And it yeah, did. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So I think they always say it about the new stuff just in case it doesn't sell well. And this is sold better than they expected, I think. so.
3: Yeah, 100% has. Like, I... Uh, the- I think they expected it to sell quite well, and they tried to not have any like uh, supply issues and stuff like that. But they've still had them because, like, because it's actually a really good device. Uh, yeah, and plus, they'll also Zelda.
0: they'll also be wanting people to buy as as you know as many as they take 3 dss as possible without saying to them, "Oh yeah, by the way, no point in buying a 3ds because it's going to replace it." If they'd say, "Oh no, it's totally not going to replace it," people will still buy a 3ds oh. until they finally be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, it's getting replaced." That's true. the The official first line though was, "It's not
2: replacing the Wii U yeah. either," wasn't it? It was like, "We're yeah. not replacing the Wii U." <laughs>
3: uh, right up until Zelda came out, and then they went, "Uh oh." Uh, by the way, there's no other games ever coming out for the Wii U, uh, <laughs> right? Okay, <laughs> like it's dead. I mean, it's very rare for that to happen, like for such a cut off like that to happen, because usually you get a lot of bleed over. Like, I mean, look at the PS4, Xbox, uh, the PS. 4 Yeah, PS3, but the, ex- the PS3 and the
2: 360 were successful.
3: True, but I mean, even even if you look at like some of the other ones, like even uh, even like the Wii still has like games. The Wii come out was successful. Until, like, the Wii, was
2: su- the Wii is successful it was the best-selling console of all time at one point. Well,
3: well yes, but but you know what I mean. So, like they still had like game Yeah, for good even, consoles, they cross over. I'm happy just that just Nintendo went and, like FIFA and stuff.
2: Yeah, but I'm happy Nintendo went. No, fuck it, it, failed. Let's get rid of it. That was the that was the best, most sensible option to do.
3: Hundred percent. It's like, okay, Dyne of Fire now, Zelda's out, like anyone that wants to play it, play it there. If not, get a fucking switch. Awesome, cool. Switch is much better than Wii U. I don't think like, they'll kill the three D
2: S they won't kill the three DS off as viciously, they'll let they'll let the three D S peter out over a few years. Uh, they'll
3: do they'll do what Sony have done now with the Vita for the three D S. Just let the wind out on the games. like indie games and J type stuff will come out for it and the stuff that's been coming out for it for the last wee while, you won't get any more yeah. Pokemon games or anything like that on it. I don't, I wouldn't imagine. No, like no. there'll be no Mario's or Zelda's or any shit on it at all. Those will all come to Switch. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Switch, the uh, uh, there has been a tease put up on the uh, Mana series Twitter Twitter oh, game, yeah. which is uh, teasing the uh, sequel to Secret of Mana coming to Switch. Which is cool. And two other stories about the Switch as well. Uh, in fact, I've got, I think I've got three more about the Switch. Fucking it's all Switch this week. Uh, the Switch has been hacked. After the uh, the webkit yeah. browser that is uh, built into the machine that we discussed before. This is the hidden browser that's built into the into the machine uh, that you cannot access on its own. But if you try to like do a few things like link your like Facebook or Twitter account to your Nintendo ID account, so you can like share your photos and stuff like that. The, it does kick into a browser which only opens then but hackers of course now that they're, they've discovered this uh, have uh, managed to hack it and I believe it's the same way that they used to be able to hack iPhones because uh, iPhones just have this WebKit browser issue uh, and they've, the hackers have managed to do it with the Switch as well it'll, it'll be patched out sooner or later but it will be
2: patched by the end of the month
1: mm-hmm.
3: it's not really an issue to us and I think they should open that browser up though to let you fucking actually access it because it's there like in the back end <laughs> they just need to put a little icon that like takes you to it on the home screen yeah. uh, GameStop, GameStop has spoken out about Switch sales saying that they've been phenomenal and like we said 1.5 million sold worldwide already that's good because I mean Wii U has only sold 10 million total so they're a good way onto that uh, final piece of news that I have for you Yet another game that was scheduled to come to the Wii U has now been cancelled and pushed over to come out to the Switch. This one this time is uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is the spiritual successor to Castlevania. And supposedly it's really good, if you like Castlevania, the old games. Not one for me. I won't get it. I probably won't get it either. And that's all the news.
2: That was a lot of news. That's a lot news. of news. I get bored halfway through.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some games, Ali. What games did you play?
2: Okay, so I'll go first this week. <clears throat> um, uh, we, we also forgot that um, there is a new character coming to Overwatch. That was another one. If you, I've got conscious. Overwatch now. I haven't played it for a while. But yeah. Oh, you still play
3: it? You haven't played
2: it? I haven't played in a while because of Switch. I bought it the week before the switch, with intention mm. to go to play it, and I haven't put it back on. But I will play it's it. Good some. game. It's a good
3: game. <laughs> yeah.
2: <clears throat> By the time that I go to play it, Battlefront two about though. So
3: yeah.
2: Um, there's there's no point in me having it really. I might as well trade it. Okay, so I finally played, it's fired up, Assassin's Creed Rogue. Okay, yeah. um, now I, did, I got this obviously on the the backwards compatibility, which it, like. I've wanted this game, and I know by the time that I finish this, they'll release the collection with um, Assassin's Creed 3, Liberation, and this on it, I know they will do that, Um, and I might rebuy it then, who am I kidding, I will. Um, I I did trade in all my other Assassin's Creed games, like Syndicate, Mm. Unity, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Black Flag, because I've got Black Flag Digital on Xbox One, every time I watch Black Sales, I'll just play it on that.
3: You haven't finished Syndicate or Unity
2: uh, no but I can pick them up relatively cheap and this is a tight month for me because of when I started at work oh. um, So Assassin's Creed Rogue, uh, it definitely should have been the main sequel instead of Unity it definitely, yes. Unity it should never have released, this should have been the uh, follow up to Black Flag and it should have been on both, it should have been on next gen yeah. and last gen and Unity should have just been delayed or cancelled and somebody should have picked that up in quality testing Um. Basically, you play Shane McCormack. Um, There's some good tie-ins to Black Flag, like Eddie uh, Wally's there, as far as I remember.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Played this at the start of the week, and um, it's very yes, different. Though
3: he's, he's old, isn't he?
2: Yeah, he's older because this is set yeah. years after. This is set yeah. closer to Unity than Black Flag, mm-hmm. so Eddie Wallies like got grey hair, and by this point, I think Edward's retired and lives in London, like, and that's when the story of the book picks up. Um, so, yeah. I like the sailing and stuff and it's interesting to see it in a different um, setting but what I don't like is I can't just jump off the boat to go swimming because the waters in this area of the world are freezing yeah. so your health starts going down whereas obviously in Black Flag you could I think that's obviously to save sort of like limitations of the game because then you would have to incorporate like diving and swimming anywhere you wanted like Black Flag and stuff but because this was kind of a quick game this came out really fast by the B a B team but it's still a better game than Uni and um, they really, I think, Ubisoft missed a trick, and I don't know if they can ever if they've missed the window. But I think they should have stuck with the whole side questy thing. Yeah, with the whole the whole side story of like uh, sailing assassins, basically. I think that they've got an opportunity there to like build on Black Flag and Rogue and build up from it. You know, have a boat and have islands and stuff. I definitely think there's a sides like series there potential in my mind. Like that would be perfect. For like a Vita or the an UPS portable or something, you know, um, because it's so different from a main Assassin's Creed game um, that's usually set mostly in a city. The only one that was different as well was, I suppose, Assassin's Creed Three, where you did get bits of sailing, but not as in depth as this in Black Flag. I do like it Um like i said i'm missing jumping in the crystal clear sunny beaches and water uh, sunny crystal clear be- uh, seas and s- sunny beaches but because it's at a different part of the world it's understandable the waters would be freezing there's ice the ship has different upgrades um there's not as much a focus on the sailing i find so far as black flag because obviously black flag was legitimately just a pirate game um but yeah i definitely think that even if we'd be like get rid of for honor and just bring out a sailing series where you can run about killing folk and there's like bases and stuff i would be up for that um even like a black flag direct sequel that follows on in the caribbean you know
3: yeah so even Don't you not know, just just a pirate game
2: yeah just like a pirate game that'd be fine man
3: remember that pirate game that came out <laughs> oh god well, uh, honestly, raven's Ross. cry yes
0: Oh, did and we then, get yeah. code for that, Roscoe? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. Couldn't, it, it was so buggy that uh, I couldn't get past the tutorial mission. Like, it was actually on their <laughs> forums and that. Uh, there was a point where, uh, you know, you had to... It was a point where trying to explain how to climb up a wall, and basically the the prompt to climb up the wall didn't exist because it wasn't in that part of the tutorial for some strange reason, and it was a huge thing about it. And, yeah, no one could get past the tutorial without going into the command and skipping through it in order to get to the next missions
3: <laughs> holy fuck that ridiculous. is bad,
0: so man. bad
2: I was excited by that game as well oh yeah. it was one of the worst did games you... I've played <laughs>
3: we had the we had the guy uh, one of the guys on for an interview as well remember mhm um, oh
2: yeah we did speak to him and he sounded so hyped for it yeah
3: yeah so uh, so they remember because it was supposed to come on PS4 and it never came out yeah didn't come out um, so out I had out it pre-ordered on... When did it come out? When was that it came out, Ross? Oh, it must have came it out 20...
0: been? Yeah, I think it must have been. Hang on. Um no, I think it came it came, came out in twenty thirteen, I think, for the No 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 twenty fifteen it came out. Yeah,
3: twenty fifteen. And then the uh apparently they've re released the game under the title Vendetta Curse of Raven's Cry. Um it's basically like a almost a patch for the original game. And you get the new version as a free update, Ross. Yeah, I've and not played the version, but I've also
0: heard the fact that um, uh, supposedly the company got, like, fake reviews in and shit like that, or something yeah. weird happened
3: with also, the whole thing where they had to get it it also got Steam. negative reviews, yep, and, and it got removed from Steam in January 2016. And it's, yep. I don't oh. know, yeah. Oh, no, no, it came back onto the Steam store in, 2000, in July last year, so. But no word like, of it ever game. coming... Yeah, under the new name. No word of it ever coming to... Uh, PS4 though, and remember it was supposed to come out day and date on PS4, yeah. <laughs> so that's fucking two years ago. <laughs> Jesus, GameSpot
0: gave it one out of ten.
3: One out of ten, oh my god, that means broken. Like, the only reason they give games that bad scores are if they're broken. Like, if a game functions yes. it, as it's supposed to, it gets at least a five. For, that was one GameSpot. out of ten. Jesus, that's really bad. Oh well. But yeah, it looks like you're not getting that game. So yeah, hopefully Ubisoft will make a pirate game sooner or later. There
2: was talk of it. There was talk of them doing it at that point. Remember during the Black Flag sort of thing, and yeah, yeah. like Rogue would have done better if they just released it on next gen. But I mean, I mean, there's loads of Assassin's Creed fans I can guarantee there that haven't played Rogue yet.
0: This yep. is great. It's uh, GameSpot's the good any <laughs> none. Then the bad is constant crashes, including a bug which kills all game progress, frame rates choppier than the seas your ship sails in. <laughs> rampant, rampant racism, sexism, and homophobia. Um, stilted voice acting makes community theatre seem like the Royal Shakespeare Company. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man. But anyway, yes, Raven's Cry was absolutely shocking.
2: Yeah, so Ubisoft would be able to fill that pirate's hole.
1: Ha. Huh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um no I, I mean like i'm really liking rogue i don't know how much time i'm going to put into it um to be honest i do want to finish it though but because of when it's finally been able to be played on next gen consoles it's, unless i'd played it in pc like i tried to play it in ps3 but playing ps3 at that stage just felt wrong because that was like the second year of ps4 um so i've only played a couple more games i played uh zelda obviously i had to actually I played um Rogue and the second game to stop me playing Zelda so much because I hadn't played anything else. So um I got the second divine beast, uh, the flying one that you see flying about. I've unlocked that. It was a lot easier than the elephant. Um finally I got some women's clothes so I can get into the desert. So my next one is I've to fight there's a camel in the desert, but I have to go to the ninja sort of um place and it's a horrible stealth thing where if they see you it's whistle blown insta kill and you have to get through that before the they will help you get to the camel because the ninjas have stolen the queen's like crown or something. So you know
3: you, know you can make like the stealth potions and stuff like that that make you more stealthy and you can do like your bought and stuff like that. Yeah, I haven't done much crafting that. But I bought, yeah, I
2: do know that. But I bought the stealth outfit. is what I was going to say next. Um, but I haven't been back to it because that was a right. good. Okay, I can I can finally stop Zelda at this point because that's annoyed me. Because um, I was talking to Janine's boyfriend about it, Jamie, who likes right into it. He's unlocked all four divine beasts now, and he said that it took him like seven times, even with potions, at that stealth bit. Because um, basically, you have to sneak past all these ninjas and like distract them, and at one point the shit thing is and i'll say it's the first shit thing i've came across in this game really you can't see where they're looking you can't see the field of view you mm-hmm. can't tell if they can and all of a sudden it's just and that's you being seen and i was like this is a fucking joke so is is, I, it,
3: is it fair though like,
1: like no it's the no pic- it wasn't fair pic- can like roughly no. where, where they would be no. looking no no
2: no because i was in the middle of a corridor and i couldn't see any of the ninjas and i got seen and i even used the camera after that to look about and i'm like there was no ninja looking at me so it's not fair no, that's literally a shit bit of the game. But yeah, anyway, I'm not saying Zelda's bad. It's just that that's kind of, mm, that's annoyed me. But luckily, it's only at that part. I hate forced stealth in any game. Uh, if stealth's an option, that's fine. Um, but I hate forced stealth. Unless, obviously, like it's Splinter Cell. You know, that makes sense because it's a stealth game. But see, when it's a game like this and it's like, no, now you have to stealth this part. There's no other way to do it. Um, that's shit to me, so yeah. Um, I got I found the Master Sword. I went and visited the forest, tidal Forest in the game. So it's kind of like, and you remember in Ocarina a Time where if you turned the wrong way, you get put back to the beginning. <coughs> it was really annoying.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: It's got that in it. So you have to kind of, the way I done it was, I didn't cheat. I looked at uh, the animals and the lights and I kind of followed them and I eventually got to the middle of the forest and the Master Sword's there. So tried to take the Master Sword and it said, if you're not like the true blah, 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 then it'll kill you. And it did. I got to half a heart and uh, mm. the big Goku, Doku tree, whatever it is, Geku tree, turned around <laughs> and said, no, you're not ready yet. And I looked up, and basically you have to have 13 full hearts to lift out the Master Sword. Hmm. And uh, the Master Sword won't break, which is a good thing, but it's limited use. So if you use it a few times, you have to wait for it to restore itself.
3: Yeah, that's fine, though. Like, uh, yeah. It means that I don't have to keep cycling through... All these fucking the, the, weapons. The, the only it's bad so thing bad. is
2: that, um, yeah, I hate the weapons breaking, and sometimes even later on in the game, you'll be at a strong area, and you can only pick up, like, bone arms, you know, and it's like, I yeah. don't need bone arms, I need strong weapons, but i found kind of a, it's not a glitch, but, like, if you go back to the Zora Kingdom, um, where all the swimming folk are, there's a giant sword behind the sort of, um... The wee dungeon there, the wee shrine, and it, it respawns every time you go back. So if you're ever missing a weapon, you can go back, and it's like a level 30 sword. Um, so yeah, I've done that. I nearly got the my sword. I haven't went back to it, and at that point, I sat it down because... Mass Effect Andromeda 10 hour trial came out on EA Access okay now I said to myself you know how big a fan I am of Mass Effect Andy everybody yeah. listening to this show has heard me I've played the, what the first game must be at least 10 times if not and that's not an, an exaggeration I think I was playing it at one point years back and I was telling you it was like playthrough 8 or something Andy remember
3: mm-hmm,
2: yeah. it might not be as much as that but I've definitely played that game more for an RPG I've played it through more times than was necessary <laughs> I just wanted to see all outcomes um and I'm currently playing through Mass Effect 1 again. So
1: <laughs>
2: I, I got the Mass Effect Andromeda uh, a 10-hour trial, and I looked at the reviews, and everyone was ripped to shreds. And I'm like, I don't get that. I'm loving this. But I boiled it down to what the problem was. They're kind of branding, and I, I explained this to you, Andy, but well. they're kind of yeah. branding this as uh, Mass Effect for people that have never played it. You can just jump in and play it, okay? It's true. That's 100% true. Uh okay, in the middle talking to Andy, and he fucks off. <laughs> Continue on. I was listening. <laughs> no, but I need to. I need to tell him this. The whole point in this was for him because he was interested in it. So, um <laughs> how are you, Ross? Fine.
0: I'm. I'm fantastic. Thank you very much, Ellie. <laughs> yeah.
2: so this is good. So yeah, we've got. It's, is
0: Mass Effect the draw of our goods?
2: It isn't it isn't but that's how that's what i'm just getting into uh, for me it is but like anyway um the guys doing the old-time hockey game are coming on for an interview they were going to come on tonight i was talking to them um, like where well, your stream dropped but because i've had issues with the code because they gave a north american code and i'm currently locked out my north american account because i changed ps4 too many times they're telling me because what they didn't want me to buy the slim and the pro you know so now they're like no you can't use this and i'm i'm having to Andy's hopefully got a solution to it
0: wait but, so basically well because you bought the Slim and the Pro and you, you've like you changed in... the count
2: yeah it's now saying you've done it too many times in the past 6 months so we've locked out and you can't play your games and I'm like well you let me redeem that code and you didn't tell me this so.
0: ah yeah no you think it would yeah that's a bit weird of the fact that you think you'd get a warning before you tried to redeem anything if you try and redeem this this is, this is unplayable because it's not your primary
2: PS4 and I'm like and then I tried to deactivate my old PS4, but it says because I've done it so many times in the past six months. So it's like, come on, Sony, like, update your system if you want people to buy all your new consoles. Because, ah, yeah, no. you know,
0: it's a bit weird, especially considering the fact that, like, you've paid the money for the Slim and then the Pro, and yep. they're basically kind of punishing you for uh, having both. going yeah. through the three consoles. <laughs> it's a bit weird. <laughs> oh, no, yeah,
2: it is weird. But, like, the, the launch of, um, like, All uh, Time Hockey looks great. You've seen it, Ross, it looks it's like yeah. NHL and the Mega Drive uh, so I should have played it by now it's out next week hopefully I'll be able to play it before then I do have it installed on my PS4 it's just locked so it's really ah. annoying and they can't give me an EU code because their EU codes only unlock after the 28th but she's going to oh. give me that as well
1: All um, right, Okay.
2: so they're going to come out and speak to us in the 4th now because they were ready to come on but I explained we haven't actually played the game we can't have played it because of this she's absolutely fine with it next week's launch week so can't come on
0: mm-hmm.
2: um uh, but yeah, we'll. we'll uh, you'll be uh, looking
0: forward. So, with but although it's all-time hockey, well, all, is it just? Um, is it like fictional teams and leagues, or is it the NHL? It's uh, I'm
1: sure itself?
2: you can. I'm I'm sure these are all questions that she would be able to answer. I'm unsure of that. It looks like fictional teams, but if you can create your own team, there's always the option because you know yeah. I will make the Mighty Ducks with uh, uh, Adam Banks and um, Charlie, yeah. uh, the heart of the team. Um, but yeah, I mean. and the best thing about it is it's coming to the switch now you might think why but if at any point i can whip off both controllers and play old school hockey you know
0: yeah well here's here's a great thing i've just like kind of jumped onto the wiki there there's a beer mode which only requires one hand to control the game (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) i've sold already
1: (laughs) 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 yeah yeah
0: yeah uh, including simplified two button controls and a beer mode which only requires one hand to control. Absolutely genius. Yeah. <laughs> so ingenious. you you'll probably enjoy them on as well. Fact oh yeah, definitely.
2: Um <laughs> yes. But yeah, I, th- I love the fact that like it's come to Switch. Switch is a perfect fit for it because it will probably only need the retro controls. Like I still play the new NHL games with NHL 94 controls because apart from pass, shoot and tackle, uh, shoulder barge, whatever, what else do you need? Like I-, I don't need all the new sophistication. I don't need the stick controls or anything like that. So, yeah. Uh, old-school hockey is what I, I like.
0: it was Funny you mention that, because my mate, he brought his Xbox One over, and obviously with that EA Access, he had NHL one of the NHL games on. And I said, he's like, why are you setting the controllers? I was like, the only controllers, control scheme I know for to play hockey <laughs> is Mega Drive. He started laughing at kind of going, oh, that's ridiculous. I was like, going, dude, it's the most simplest way to play hockey. You don't need to do this whole, like, Flicking the analog stick, stick in order to do like a, a slap shot or whatever, you just need to fucking press X and just or sort
2: of A. That's it, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't find it accurate. Like, I'd rather hold like circle to build up my shot or tap triangle to do like a quick shot, you know. Like, oh. um, with this, fl- with the flicky stick, I think it's okay for golf, but see, with hockey, because there's so much more going on, the movement and everything, I don't yeah. think it's the best. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to old time hockey. Um, but uh it's a shame we couldn't have them on this week well we could have had them on they said they would come on any week so i'm happy with that um but like next week's no go because next tuesday's the launch so buy it next week if you're not already and hopefully i'll be able to report on it i really want yeah, yeah. it um it looks yeah neat. it
0: should be quite good hell I'm, I, if, if i don't get it lost, i might have to pop down so we can have a wee two player game yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: um so i'm looking forward to when that comes out um I'm I'm so glad that Andy's just disappeared at this part of the show.
0: <laughs> it was there. anything else you played? Out with
2: uh, your, your no, I didn't. I, I just played Rogue and that. So if you want to jump in, and I'll continue Mass Effect when Ignoramus is back.
0: Well, um, I I'll just I know he just went over Rogue and stuff like. That, but like, how apart from the sort of cameos from uh, Assassin's Creed Four, was there any other sort of like tie-in uh, cameos? Well, obviously, if you've played
2: Unity, the guy that assassinates your father at the start is the character that you play in Rogue. Like the main character, Shay, is the guy that kills Ooh. your dad. Ah, right,
0: okay.
1: Okay. So
2: it ties in like that. There is obviously Achilles uh in, in Black Flag, you know the sort of guy that you stay with. Mm-hmm. Sort of old guy. Uh, his house is there, and that's where the Assassin's Creed training grounds is. Well, sorry, Achilles is from Assassin's Creed Three. That's kind of Connor's. Yeah, I job. was
0: thinking that. I, yeah, yeah. I, and I take it it's just um, is it sort of just wee nods to the other games rather than an actual like, is it, no, it, it it's a continuation in. of the story, or yeah. is
2: it? Yeah. Sorry, it's it continues on three and four because like obviously four you play as Connor's grandfather. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that right. Your Connor's grandfather in Assassin's Creed Four, so it's set before three. This one's set after three, and it continues like they all fit together quite perfectly that way. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I because uh, Rogue, because I know you mentioned that, but I just to make sure I was got it right. Rogue's the one that didn't come on to, um next gen. It was only it was the last one for. Um, 360 and PS
2: three, yeah, which is ridiculous because Unity was so broken. Like people falling out the sky, women walking through buildings, people falling through the pavement—like just awful controls and awful story. They populated the world with too many NPCs that it crashed constantly. And this is this is like perfect. I'm sure it's up in the Antarctic oceans. I'm sure it's up that way. So because all the waters are frozen, um, mm-hmm. so it makes sense. But like I said, like when you jump off the boat, it's, your health starts going down because you're in like ice,
0: bitter cold waters. Uh that makes sense, like, you know, <laughs> it does kinda of make sense So, But yeah, I mean while we're, we're waiting on Andy to get back, I don't mind yeah uh, having a it through mine. So yeah, I suppose like um uh, the major game that I kinda had been playing was that Torment Tides of Numenera. Yeah and um obviously I've done an impressions video for it uh, all, which will be up on our forty two YouTube channel probably later tonight. But um but no, it was actually a really cool game. Like it's very old school in terms of like how it um uh, how it plays. But the um, the whole story and the lore behind it is just fantastic and I know I'm used to you'll I'll probably know this as well I tend to play games for the story rather than the actual like, game player in like that at all and uh, I'm just absolutely loving this uh, uh, ties in the Menor just to try and figure out what the hell's going on in this bloody game and it's really weird and it's got a lot of kind of sci-fi nods and jokes and stuff like that about it and yeah overall it's actually quite a good game and I'd only suggest it for folk who really loved games like Baldwin game like you know and it's all it's all reading like the combat is very primitive and very straightforward and you know it's not one of those ones you can't you have to read everything that gets told to you in order to enjoy the game You, you know it's not about the combat or about trying to find all the loot and stuff it's about reading and interacting with people you know you'd you'd end up spending more time trying to talk to everyone at the town sort of like hall then continuing on the game just to try and flesh out the entire world itself so if you don't mind like all that reading and all that kind of world building then it's perfect for you but if you're more interested in the kind of combat element it's definitely not up your street just you know it really isn't and um, but before i continue on with all my other games i believe ali you still wanted to finish up with your mass effect stuff for andy yeah
2: because the asshole disappeared in the middle <laughs> of the <family. laughs>
0: Okay, so Mass Effect, yes,
2: right. And the reason was because Andy, as you know, has been real interested. He said, he thought, this is his jumping on point for Mass Effect. This is it. Mm. You can get into it. Now you can, okay, because the way the storyline works, and this is no spoiler because it's explained in all the trailers, you're part of a mission The Mass Effect 1 was them getting to grips with the Mass Effect relays. Mass Effect 2 was the threat of possible Reapers and what... I don't want to ruin it for anyone that's not playing it because I know a lot of people are playing it for the first time just now before the new game. Basically, um... Mass Effect 2, they sent out loads of like, sort of arc ships, if you will, to different places through the Mass Effect relays which the Mass Effect relay is used to transport you through great distances through the galaxy, like that you wouldn't be able to through normal modes of transportation or normal fuel, um, and you're in one of these ships that's sent out after the events of Mass Effect 2 or during the events, it's not quite clear to me yet, um, definitely Dr. Liara Tazzoni has It's maybe during, because of certain things that happen after Mass Effect 2 now you're sent to a new galaxy to try and colonise it, so it's a shared universe in the way that it's in the same universe, but it's the only way that it could kind of cut itself away. It's set 634 years after, so again, it's completely separate, because that's the amount of cryosleep time that it took for you to get there. Um, Now, I I do like it, and a lot of the reviews are saying it does not tie in with Mass Effect, and it's like, dude, I've got the ten-hour trial, and within an hour, I found three different audio logs from mm. the person that played the voice of the you know to to the Layman, the blue alien, you know, from Mass Effect with the mm. the tentacle head. She's left diaries. She was in contact with your dad. Like, fuck off. Play the game. Play the game properly. Now, the problem with this game is. It feels slightly last gen or first year PS four. When a game like Horizon Zero Dawn's just come out, this game should not be like this. It doesn't feel overly archaic, but it definitely feels like if this was the first year of the PS4, foot would have accepted it. But this is what, year four coming up, Andy? Okay. Um Dragon Age Inquisition came out when, two years ago?
3: Um Yes. Yes. Okay, so Postlet, roughly Postlet two three. years. Ago possibly
2: three drag dragon age inquisition looks better than this game Ooh. now it's not a horrible looking game there are worse looking games out there it does not look like an indie game like nothing like that it does look decent enough quality but like i said it looks almost as if i wouldn't be surprised if this was going to come out in ps3 and then they just delayed it and delayed it and delayed it and they kept some of the um legacy sort of faults with it if that's the best way to put it Okay, so it will put off a lot of people because it appears to be using an upgraded version uh, engine of Mass Effect 3 rather than a whole new engine, which it damn well should have at this stage. Um, for me, more Mass Effect is good. I love it. It's got the same sort of feel, but it's a whole new adventure. It's not binding you to the events of Shepard for the first three, so you could jump in and play it. However, I don't know if a lot of people are going to enjoy it because of the fact that when you start playing your character, uh, when you played as shepherd, you were just, you set your own backstory and that was it. You were a soldier. But then your story began in Mass Effect 1, whereas in this one, you're already part of your dad's Pathfinder unit. Your dad's already an N7. You don't seem to have too much backstory into that, bar a few logs, which don't cover a lot. So you know the way you're already a formed character? Like, you've already had a history and it's like it almost feels like you're jumping into the second act of this character's life. And the whole thing about dragon age and mass effect was that even in mass effect two, you kind of got to restart almost, you know, like, so yeah, it's good. It's really good to me, but combats about the same as mass effect three. There's enough small minor improvements from mass effect three that I can be like, Oh, I can see what you've done there. But for the likes of you, Andy, you'll be like, why the fuck does this work like this? You know, if if you're not used to the way the system works, you'll just think, oh, that's shit, that needs improved. You'd be right. But for somebody that's played all the Mass Effects and seen the slow progression, it's like, this doesn't feel as much as a jump as, like, I don't know, Dragon Age 2 to Dragon Age Inquisition. Like, this feels like Mass Effect 4 rather than Andromeda, if you get what I mean. I know it technically is, but it does not feel like a whole new, fresh, late, fresh graphics, fresh engine. It feels like a upgrade to what we had, and it just doesn't feel like to me enough to get the new fan on board. However, I have put I. This is the first time I've actually played the trial to the end for any game. Usually, I will play the trial as you know, Andy, and either go yep, I'll buy that, or nope, I'm never going to get this game. I've played this to the okay. Now you've you've played the limits of this trial. Like before the ten hours, I got to the end of the bit, and that was with, not with me rushing it. So I'm like, why did it have to end there? And I'm like um I really want this game so I pre ordered it digital because you get the discount EA access uh got it for 49 pound but I got it a bit cheaper with CD keys so technically I got it for 46.99 so that's roughly about the price of it you know 45 pound I don't mind that because it unlock at midnight I'm going to spend hours with this game um if anything like mass effect 1 2 and 3 I'm going to finish multiple times so I'm absolutely cool with it um, the first planet you go to EOS was good there was lightning storms going about there was some cool graphical parts about it the people moaning about the faces that's just a standard EA thing that's been there since Star Wars Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic like it, their faces never look 100% perfect and that's, that's even the same for Dragon Age I wasn't expecting photorealism like Uncharted or whatnot. you know it, it's fine it's also they've announced there's a patch coming out day one or two gigabyte to fix some of these animations people were finding it, there was Nothing as bad as Major League Baseball or the likes of that, you know. There was nothing like that. It was just sometimes the eye movement was slightly off. Like, I do feel a lot of reviewers are picking this game for no good reason. However, I cannot recommend you get this day one, Andy, unless you're determined to get into Mass Effect. The way they've done the multiplayer is good because they've tied it into the single player. Like you, once you get to kind of it's like a mini version of the Citadel uh, and this new galaxy that's been set up um, by the Turians. uh, The guy will be like, "Okay, here's the map. You can send out my strike teams now." And I thought, "Oh, that's cool. I'll send out a strike team, do a mission, and you can do that. But you can also play the mission to earn more points, and that's where the multiplayer comes into it." So I like the way that he's done it. So it's like you in the new galaxy and say you've got like a base team that's there to set up a base, you know, for that's that's your goal. So when you go into multiplayer, your goal will be to fend off the enemies and set up the base. Then there'll be another one to like say take a take a country and a new planet. So you have to go in and you have to fight the other side you know and they have to do vice versa or like battle other teams to so it works quite well the way they've they've integrated into single player it's not like a separate mode and you've also got the mass effect app the apex app which i've already been using sending out strike teams to get points i like that um but i'm just kind of disappointed it's not as a holy shit that everyone needs to play this at first i was like holy shit i love this but see when i re-looked at it and boiled it down to why i liked it the reason i liked it was because i'm already a fan so fans i think will be like yeah it's a good fucking game but people like you that want to be new i would still say go and play the first three (laughs) honestly (laughs) and i know you're saying it's too late for you now and possibly it is but unless this comes and drops right down in price i would say you don't need this day one especially not with zelda as for me i was hooked i've put like 10 hours almost in my 10 hours are almost top of the trial for the beat for the, the trial so see when I put that much into a game when alongside Zelda then yes I, I need to get this game and that's only in on the first planet you know so there's plenty to do uh, the story options to me feel more natural um, if you like this game ignore the reviews if you like Mass Effect as a series ignore the reviews just play it and I'm sure you, you'll fucking enjoy it because it's definitely Mass Effect um, so it's just a shame that it's not as oh my god this is perfect you know i don't think it'll be perfect i think it'll be a 80 percent game for me probably it's not going to be my favorite game of the year because zelda basically um but it's a definitely a very good game that i need to have if if there's any game that was going to be able to make me put that time into it it was um mass effect i'm sure i'll, I'll say the same when star uh, star that was, um south park comes out finally but i'm so glad that I'm getting what I want from Mass Effect, but I'm slightly disappointed that I can't go and buy this right away, you know, which I was hoping to do. Um, but yeah, it all depend on you. I, I can't say don't buy it day one, but from after what I've played, you there's the potential you could pick this up day one and go, yeah, I am not. I don't like it, I've traded it. It would probably be a better game for you to pick up when it's like 30 quid. Or I
3: could buy it from what to try.
2: Yeah I suppose you could do it that way as well. If you had your Xbox obviously I would suggest playing the EA Access trial um, for 10 hours but you don't so uh, yeah definitely definitely. if it comes into work and you've got a voucher or you're getting a game to save money as we do anyway then just uh, just do that with it. But hmm. I've heard reviews as well saying that it takes 20 hours for the game to kick in but that was all, all also true of Mass Effect 1 unless you've played it already you know um they are slow burning games mass effect uh apart from two and three they they just change the script but this one's kind of feels more like playing mass effect one to me which isn't bad to me but for other people it's kind of yeah <coughs> so okay. that's all i've got to say
3: nice cool nice uh, we've got about five minutes left was there anything else you, you were wanting to talk about ross no, I'm good. I'm good. Cool. I've uh, I've got a couple of things that I played. So, look, I did play um, some more Zelda and more Horizon as well. Uh, I've gotten to a point in Horizon now where I'm at a sort of arena. I don't know if you got this far, Ali, but it's kind of like, I believe it's like a ruined, uh, like, uh, either football or baseball stadium, by the looks of it. I but didn't
2: it's get that so...
3: Far, I don't think. It's so ruined and dilapidated, it's almost... it's basically unrecognisable because you sort of climb up through the ruins of it and then you're like the shape of this and the way it looks on the map, it's clearly like a stadium of some kind but I don't know what one is. they just call it like, in in the game they call it the ring of metal because obviously they don't know what it is because they're so far removed from like what that was and it's really interesting to see like little hints at like our time in this game because it's clearly so far beyond that because it totally reminds me of like Far Cry Primal but as if it's set in the future, which is really weird, because obviously Prime was like a prehistoric sort of thing, but they've kind of gone back to that a little bit. There is like some technology stuff in there, and that stuff's kind of seeped through over time as they've discovered uh, like different types of technology and stuff like that. And obviously, you've got these fucking big robots, and they've been able to harness whatever these robots are. But I'm uh, the gameplay is not bad, uh, but I'm really enjoying the story. Like the storyline's fucking good. Like I want to know more about this world and what what the fuck is going on, how how the human race disappeared in like our current form, and how this uh, these dinosaurs like robot dinosaur things appeared, and uh, how this all changed and whatnot. Uh, I will say that I'm not enjoying the combat aspect of it that much. Not not even because of Zelda, I think there's a couple of issues with with the game and the way it's balanced. Uh because it wants you to shoot everything with a bow or trap things and that and like I don't really like the trap mechanic. The bow mechanics are actually quite good, but I find that they don't do enough damage. So like if you're shooting a guy, like a regular human person, because you get you have to fight against a bunch bunch of humans. Um if you finding against a regular human, it takes maybe two to three, sometimes four shots to take them down. Uh, unless you get a headshot, which is quite difficult to do, especially if they're moving and try to shoot you as well. Um, but if you just run up to them, you can kill them in one hit with your, like, your melee attack. So, what I've been. <laughs> I went and cleared out a, a whole bandit camp with, I would say, probably 30 people in it by just running into them, whacking them with my big stick, and killing them. Like, all of them. I think I fired like four or five arrows. I'm like, well, this is not balanced correctly. <laughs> it wants me to fucking shoot them, because uh, you have to craft arrows and stuff like that as well. So you have to like go and find the materials to make the arrows, whereas you can just run in and kill everything. Now it obviously works a bit differently with the the robot dinosaurs because you can't really run up and hit those. They uh, they tend to take a lot more damage, uh, a lot more uh, work to take down, even when you're attacking the melee style. But really weird that. They, humans die like that so quickly. You'd think if you shot them with a arrow they would die quicker than you going up and running and hit them. But anyway. Uh, like I said, I did play some more Zelda as well. Great fucking game. Uh, I've just got to the Zoras. Uh, and I think I've put maybe know, 20 hours into it now. Really, really enjoying it though. Great, great game. I, I went to the, one of the villages, I think it was it Kakariko Village? Uh, where, have you been to the? Have you met one of the fairies yet, Ali? I've met several. Yeah, so like I, I met the first like great fairy and gave her rupees and she looks ridiculous, um, huge. And, yeah, absolutely <laughs> fucking huge. It was like, wow, what the hell is this? Um, met her and uh, I gave a guy back ten chickens, which was quite fun. Yeah, I've, I've I remember that. Yeah, I remember doing this quest in like in fucking Ocarina. I'm like, oh, this like brings back the memories. Uh, but it's such a great game, such a great game. Uh, finally, I played one last game that I want to talk about just very briefly before before we finish up. Uh, picked up a game called Undertale. Now uh, you might have heard of this one, Ross.
1: Undertale. Mm-hmm. Undertale.
3: It's a PC game from 2015. Uh, got absolutely great reviews, like overwhelmingly positive on uh, on Steam and whatnot. It's kind of like a sort of simple RPG. Uh, but you can play through the entire game uh, and you can choose to not kill anyone and that sort of stuff. Now, the reason I picked this up is because Bethany started going on about it. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is this? And she's like, oh, Undertale, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, how? Because I've heard of Undertale. I'm like, how do you know about Undertale? And she's like, oh, this YouTube thing, blah, blah, blah. And I can do the pacifist route. I'm like, what? The pacifist route? <laughs> I'm like, how do you know this word? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had to buy that so that she could play it. Um it's a kind of like, it's a simple-ish sort of RPG. Um, we've only played like an hour or so so far but I bas- basically like she's playing through it and I'm helping her play it because there, there are bits of it that are a little bit beyond her sort of like gaming skill but she likes to be able to choose to not kill the monsters and you have to sort of talk to them and you can compliment a frog and stuff in it so quite cool, okay. interesting uh, it, got, it got like phenomenal reviews when it came out, it was like one of the games of the year Uh, for 2015 when it came out, so... Uh, I'd be surprised I've added it onto
0: my wish list,
3: Yeah, I think it was only, like, £7 or something like that it cost, and uh, you can choose to, like, take the, like like I said, the different routes, so, like, we're trying to do the pacifist route, which is uh, don't kill anybody through the game, Uh, Mm and you can also, like, choose to kill the monsters and whatnot as well, and it determines how much XP and gold and whatnot you get. So we're apparently not going to earn any XP in the game whatsoever, because you don't get any XP if you don't kill anyone. So I, I don't know if this is going to make the game hard. <laughs> I, I think it might get really hard later on, but I don't think that uh, Bethany quite realizes that yet. But that will be that will be my challenge later on. But yeah, that's that you got learned it. somehow. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's all
2: cool so yes we'll have to finish up apologies for the start of this show but obviously my PC and every technology in the house was um, not working tonight and just because my mic updated, Skype had to update, Windows had to update, next week we'll be back to normal schedule, hopefully like I said I'll have played that old time hockey by then and the following week we'll have the guys on to talk about the game, Ross found a cool thing about it Andy, it's got one handed beer controls
1: (laughs) yeah
3: nice Yeah, stay tuned for Gaming History 101. Um, uh, Matt Bradford has just popped up in the chat, so I assume he's going to be a guest on it. Uh, talking with Fred about old games of some kind. So look forward to listening to that. And uh, obviously, uh, B-Team coming up after that.
2: Yeah, so thanks for
1: listening. Bye.